journey. It's time to talk with Liz and Peter. All right, do you want more coffee? Before we really get into this. I want more coffee in the middle of us in the middle. Well, okay. I'm gonna get more coffee. Fine, I'll take more coffee too. talking about the History Channel. Okay, okay, so <clears throat> this morning, uh, the topic is gonna be alternative medicine, and specifically stuff like energy healing and Reiki, and like, what's the thing that your, your witch does? Healing touch. Healing touch. Also, the power of the human mind. Today's topic is energy healing, colon, the power of the human mind. So we got on this topic kind of because of two things. One, you have been seeing a nurse practitioner. She's licensed to prescribe medication as well. She also does, what it, what's it called? And She's educated in therapeutic touch, but also healing touch. And in our next appointment, we're going to do healing touch. So in her nurse practitioner's office, that's where I get my psychiatric meds. And other than that, there's also like an energy worker that does stuff there. She could refer me out to like an acupuncturist. And I don't know. She's just really into that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's currently in the middle of getting her certification for death touch. So be on the lookout for that. Is that a joke? Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> I was going to talk about how certain states have what is it, death with dignity acts and things yeah. like that. So if she, so death if you want, touch. yeah. So if you want the, the the witch to give you the death touch, you know, you got like some cancer that's an operable, right? Or, like, give organ yeah. a run for its money. Yeah. Yeah, that's how she she needed more streams of income. So you know the healing touch, the <laughs> therapeutic touch. touch. That makes me think of the like five finger. Yeah. Death punch, punch. from Kill Bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she's learning it. She's learning it. That old Jewish witch. So yeah. So um. So that was the first thing was going to this witch to get some energy. We call shot her the witch, you. but I want to stress that she is a super well qualified. So I've been on this journey of trying to find a good provider to for my psychiatric meds. I take medication for bipolar disorder, and just trying to find someone that you trust and that you connect with that you feel heard by is really hard. And I've had really poor experiences with psychiatrists. So it's been years. And she's the first person in probably eight years that I've had any major success and just feel heard. And she's incredible. So we're not just discounting her amazing skills. This is which said with the utmost respect for yes. witch practitioners. Yes. Yeah. She no, she she knows her stuff, and I like her a lot. So that was the first thing. And then a buddy of mine who just came back from Japan recently, his little brother has been for the last few years really into like. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, the Eastern medicine or alternative medicine. He's really into Reiki, and he used to get Reiki treatments or have... I don't know what, even how to talk about it. Are they sessions? Are they treatments? Are they... Let's call it sessions. Yeah, so he would have Reiki sessions where somebody would, you know, put their hands over him and, like, not really touch him, but align his chakras and move his energies and his body around and stuff like that. I don't get it, but that's probably because I'm just, like, an ignorant Western man. <laughs> Though, it did remind me, so talking about all this did remind me that when I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of History Channel, and the one of the things that, they, that I remember them having on was a show that would try to examine alternative medicine, and they did have a monk on there, and he claimed that he could do energy healing through his hands, and they put an infrared 
camera on him and his hands did get really really hot and the rest of his body did stay really normal so there was something to that you know like you could see it this piece of science is looking at this pseudoscience and saying yeah there Mm -hmm. is something there right and then a few decades later i learn about wim hoff the Iceman, who's what northern european you know so so the guy that the first guy we were watching was an eastern shaolin monk and then a couple decades later there's this northern european guy who can heat up his whole body and then like run up mount everest without a shirt on that kind of thing yeah he was like training people to be able to like withstand extreme cold and do physically exhausting things outside in the cold but in no clothes and they wouldn't just using breathing to breathing in your mind to keep your body warm yeah Yeah. totally there we go so (laughs) so yeah so like there's you know while it isn't a hundred percent woo woo you know and there's something to it it's just so different than what i'm used to in terms of how the like the body to me is something that's seen through like a really medical lens because everything's kind of toward the body is kind of in the united states like puritan and antiseptic and medical and you know all of that you're not gonna see any methodists shooting heat out of their hands to cure illnesses or anything like that you know well and from the therapy perspective we call that the medical model and buddhism is what i've been attracted to since high school so i've always kind of had this notion that the way we conceive of the brain and the body is western so i've always had this distinction in my mind since probably high school that oh my culture and society's trained me in thinking about things from a western medical model lens mm-hmm. there's a complete other ways of doing things and I've always been interested in the other ways of doing things as far as stick my toe in it a little bit do some yoga do some meditation read about all these other types of energy works but never done it really into witchy stuff and woo woo stuff but not super involved or anything it's not a hobby it's more of like a passing I love this as a concept I've just never done it type of a thing namaste indeed and you're open to it as well, right? You love that I'm into woo-woo stuff, but that's not your rabbit hole that you jumped down. So I don't mind it, and I actually really enjoy when anything has a ritual to it, really. I'm somebody who, I could be a cultist. I would love to follow, you know, something. But I guess I'm too logical to actually fall for a cult. <laughs> yeah, you are. But, but like, You'd be I'll, like, this is absurd. This is absurd. <laughs> you're all crazy. But I really love these rituals, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm torn. (laughs) But so, for example, um, I don't believe that burning sage gets evil spirits out of a house. But by golly, did I enjoy burning some sage when we burned some sage in the house to, like, get rid of evil spirits. That was my idea. We we looked up what you do, why you do it, what, what you buy, how you burn it, how you put it out. Learning everything around it was fun, and doing it was fun. But did we open a plane to the astral realm and our ancestors spoke to us through the That's ether of totally time different. and space and You are bringing up, that. like, four different things right now. So? <laughs> A little Christianity, a little paganism, a little Buddhism, a little Taoism, a little Shintoism, a little Judaism, a little... Yeah. No, yeah, just take all the best, all, all the stuff that you like the most and just do it. Just fuck it. Who cares about tradition? Like, I just want to do the rituals. Just want to do all the rituals. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be wearing, like, some Byzantine emperor's cloak while I'm burning sage and howling dancing. Howling at the moon. Yeah, howling at the moon. Yeah. Dancing nude in the the light of the summer solstice and all that shit. Making sacrifices to the fertility goddess. She's shaped like a vase. (laughs) A vase. So, yeah. So, we were just starting to talk about how, from, like, 
a mental health perspective and just kind of my personal reflections, I wanted to share that I've seen that in American culture, we tend to view the body and the mind from a really bottom up process, like working out, eating right, doing all these self care rituals, taking care of your skin, all these things we do to the body that's supposed to affect our mind. Mm -hmm and help our mind grow more well and all of that and healthy. So it's like influencing the body to influence the mind as bottom up, but top down is influencing the mind to influence the body. And I'm thinking of things like meditation. There's research surrounding prayer as well. Prayer and meditation really, really similar. Very similar. I kind of view them as basically the same process, mm -hmm. just different words and cultural tradition behind it, religious tradition for, for prayer. But yeah, so like meditation, prayer, energy work, where you're like, so we were kind of going into the topic of energy work, but mm -hmm. to me, that's another top-down process. Affecting the body to influence the mind? Influencing the mind to affect the body. Gotcha. Rather than how we normally think of it, like do something to your body to influence your mind. So like in mm -hmm. my mind, energy work is just, we are using our brain to influence ourselves on a energy and molecular level and just kind of manipulating that mm -hmm. but it's so counter to how we were raised to view how we influence our bodies we're raised to view it from that bottom-up process mm -hmm. that it just seems like oh that's not gonna work and yet we have all this research backing meditation and prayer and, and those types of things mm -hmm. so to me it's just an extension of that it's just an extension of ways that we can use our mind to influence our body or physical environment mm -hmm. One of my favorite research rabbit holes when I was in middle school was this book I found on water. It was called The Healing Messages in Water. And it talked about, there was so much research done on, they had like this deep freezer where they would put these water samples and allow them to crystallize and put different messages or photos or basically things that are charged with positive or negative energy. So words like death, destruction, evil, or words like goodness, peace, love and put them on the water samples and see what type of crystals formed. And so maybe they're taping it to the outer side of the water sample or who knows. And they would take photos of the crystals and the photos were in the book. You would see these well-formed whole crystals for the positive messages and for the negative messages, you'd see these deformed or not fully formed or not symmetrical crystal shape. And that was just another example of energy manipulating the physical environment, but it wasn't related to mental health or anything. It was just, this was just some kind of woo-woo study that I found as a, as a middle schooler and I just fell in love with it. And I was like, this is just so cool. So to me, yet again, that's the brain influencing the physical environment, but that was water. Mm -hmm. They've done similar work with talking to plants, you know, and how plants grow when they're talked to and things like that, or music is played for them. Or, or they're um, yelled at all the time. Yeah. And like, stay really small. You're a bad plant. The worst um, plant ever. Or like my most recent plant where my cat pulled it out of the soil and played with it and bit it. I wonder how that's going to grow. Do you see what I mean, though, mm -hmm. about the top-down processes? Yeah, I understand. So I just think that that's super, super cool. What are your thoughts on top-down things? You know, I have had experiences where I've seen somebody I didn't like and thought really mean things about them, and then shortly thereafter, something negative befell them. And so, uh, yes, I, I think I am a warlock. Indeed. Yeah, because I think about things and I influence the physical world, and then my enemies get rent asunder. You've been playing too much Crusader Kings. There are no wizards in Crusader Kings. You leave me alone. <laughs> you leave me alone. So, on a serious note, I do think that there is something to a lot of the alternative medicine and things like that, like Eastern medicine and whatnot, that are useful. 
because there is something happening with a lot of the different things that we've talked about. The whole energy thing, how there really is heat coming off of people's hands, and Wim Hof, and the ice crystals, and there's something to it. Now, the extent to which it actually affects the physical world, I don't know, you know. And yet we do know because some of it's measurable. I guess what I'm saying is it's so light in measurement. There's not really... You know, even Wim Hof, who I completely believe does the things that he says he does and has trained his body in the way that he says he has, that's not that incredible to me. Now, I'm not seeing anybody like, thinking and then levitating or like, thinking and then somebody that they don't like dies. Or you know. I see what you're saying. We're... It's not fantastical what we're raised to see as wizarding or... Yeah, because, like, what, what's the equivalent on the scientific side? I can watch a video of a doctor spending, I don't know, 24 hours sewing someone's new face on. And the person looks like, you know, new. new. face. Yeah, I mean, well, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like, I do. things that are so advanced and so complicated that it, it really is amazing that they were able to reattach every single little blood vessel and artery in nerve well, and all of that. I, I'm hearing you say that you're almost describing the order of magnitude of the change or the influence, like yeah. measuring that influence. And I'm hearing you say that when it's bottom up, like work done to the body, it, it can be really drastic and dynamic and very easily seen with the naked eye. Like mm -hmm. you worked out and so your body now looks like this and it's just very easy to d digest. And when it's top down and it's mind influencing the body, it can be slight. Yes. And that's what you're saying. And I think you're right, because with your surgery example, what came to mind was the research that's been done, like the double blind studies with people praying for people going into surgeries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And how the, I forgot all the details, but the outcomes were statistically significant that those who were prayed or meditated for, someone was thinking of them and it was found across the board that those patients did better. And scientists and doctors were well aware of these studies, but people don't know what to make of them. Yes, these people had better overall outcomes. Like you said, though, Peter, it wasn't drastic. They were dying and now they're climbing mountains, but mm -hmm. they healed maybe months faster than the sure, other sure. people. Yet again, that's not shocking. It's not someone levitating. Well, yeah, and also because it is so slight, could it be explained by other phenomena? Like, is there maybe a placebo effect? Is there... I know you blind. said it was double blind, yeah, yeah but... I don't know. It's just, it's a lot easier when something is blatant. I know that sounds stupid, but... It doesn't sound stupid. It sounds simple. <laughs> I'm just a simple man. You are. You're like, I want to see it. I want to see it. If I can't see it, how do I know it's there? Just ignore all these accents. I know it's stupid as hell. Mama, how do I know God is in the sky? And how do I know he loves me? How do I know he's a he?